0: have stumbled onto another episode of Get Your Fill, Financial Independence, Long Life, the show where we explore ways to get closer to both of those goals. The music you just heard is from an original score by Carl Zucroff of the band Blue Hotel, awesome band that you should definitely check out their website. There's a link to the band's website on getyourfillpodcast.com. Because this is an even-numbered episode, we're going to be in the Sunrise Series format, working our way through the week. Next week, and every odd-numbered week, are interviews. Last week, Mark Savatsky, a developer in the Boston area, joined us. He shared some great tips and wisdom, so if you missed that, make sure you go back and check it out. All right, so let's just hop right on into the week with Monday, Move It Monday, and I want to um, continue on with this bed exercise series because, like, what is better than exercising in bed? So if you remember, the idea behind Move It Monday is to incorporate exercise into your daily life so that even though you can run to the gym every day, you can still exercise even if you don't have time or if you manage to talk yourself out of going. And when you can exercise before you even get out of bed, it's kind of hard to come up with an excuse as to why you couldn't do something good for your body. So today, let's do some leg lifts. So to do this, you're lying on your back with your arms by your side and your legs are straight. And then you like lift your right leg while you're pressing the back of the left leg into the bed and hold it like that for a count of 10 and then switch. So you should feel that in your core. And the thing is, don't take the covers off. So you want to use that, the sheets and blankets, as like a natural resistance so that you're only able to lift your foot off the bed like maybe, I don't know, three or four inches, six at the absolute most. You can touch your stomach and make sure that it's making it flat and tight. All right, so that's Monday. Tuesdays are Tagger Tuesdays, which is Think and Grow Rich. And we are in the desire chapter. We're out of the intro for Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, and we're ready to learn the first step to riches, which is desire. So if you have convinced yourself, which I hear people say this all the time, that you don't want riches, it's going to be very unlikely that you'll attract any, Right. I hear people say that they don't want more money. Oh, I don't want any more money. That's a distraction. It's just a responsibility. But you know what? Try it out. (laughs) If you don't like being wealthy, you can always just give it away. Be like, get yourself to the point where you have the money of Bill Gates and then just philanthropically give it away. Like he has trouble giving it away fast enough because it's accumulating so much in his investments. This, This is what you want. Get yourself to that point where you can't give your money away fast enough and see how that feels. You can still live in, you know, in your car, in the driveway if you want, but just give all your money away. So Napoleon Hill talks about Edwin C. Barnes, who we met actually in episode six. He had a burning desire to be a partner of Thomas Edison. To manifest truly great wealth, you need that kind of definiteness of purpose to know exactly what you want. So I saw the film Harriet the other night. Have you seen it? She says that she'll either succeed or die. And that's what earned Harriet Tubman a place in history. And that's what we all need. That's the kind of dedication that we all need to attract wealth. And that's why I feel that you have to have a purpose beyond money. Because it's really hard, at least in my opinion, it's hard to get to that feeling where Like, I would never say, I'm going to acquire a million dollars or die trying. I mean, some people do feel that way, but usually it's because they have come from a place of poverty and they're so determined. Like, Tony Robbins, you know, all those days that he went hungry, he has this mission, this burning desire that he wanted to earn enough money to where he could actually help to feed other people. And that's a big, you know, he has a goal, I think, to share of like feeding a million people. That kind of Burning desire is what allows you to attract in the wealth and the great experiences into your life. So I feel like, yeah, there has to be a passion back of that goal. Like, I didn't have a future. I'm going to give my children a future by earning enough money to send them to a great college or to create a legacy for them through my real estate investing, for example. That passion is why I feel so many people are able to build wealth From they come from a place of great challenge or that they've accomplished something because they're they're running away from or they're they're trying to kill off the bad influence that they started with so you know people who are blind like I heard this guy speak I'm sorry his name escapes me um, but I'll find a link and put it on the on the getyourfilledpodcast.com where he is blind but he's actually climbed Mount Everest he's done all these other kind of extreme outdoor challenges. And it's because he has that blindness to overcome. So that passion is why is what you need. So what do you most want to be or do or have? Like, what is like, if you could have this thing, if you could be this person that, you know, that's would make you happy. That would like allow you to feel that you lived a good life, that you are fulfilled. And are you willing to put all of your focus into attaining that goal so if you haven't already go see the movie Harriet and listen to her when people tell her that something can't be done you listen to what she says and see if you can find something in your life that creates that kind of passion within you that's desire that's the kind of desire that Napoleon Hill is talking about and that's the kind of desire that's going to allow you to meet your goals like really some really big goals. Let's move on to where are we Wednesday? So for me, things are actually going really well. Like even as I speak, I'm house hacking. My single family ranch style house is being converted into a two family home. And when it's done, I'm gonna rent both sides on Airbnb. So like one side is gonna be my house, but I'm gonna have it on Airbnb. And if someone wants to rent it, I'm just gonna leave town and go couch surf. So I'm actually right on the beach here in Revere. So I think all summer long I'm going to, you know, be camping out in the backyard cuz I think it'll be rented all summer. And for the winter, I'm I'm going to have the the house set up so that I can combine the two spaces if no one is here. And so I can have friends visit, I can give, you know, friends and family their own space when they're here and and we can so they can have their own like kitchen and space, but then we can easily connect um or I can just have the benefit of more space. And have the benefit of two kitchens when I'm entertaining. So like next year, obviously not this year because it's not going to be done that quickly. But next year, maybe I'll try to have Thanksgiving here or have Christmas here. And I can have, like people can stay over. And I can have two ovens for making like lots of awesome food. And I'm definitely going to have a killer party as soon as the house is done. So if you want to be on the guest list for that, let me know. And I'm also working on my second book. And in some ways... It's a cop-out because I have not yet done the work of promoting the first book, Empower Your Inner Millionaire, A Woman's Guide to Financial Freedom Through Real Estate Investing. You can buy it today on Amazon for only $2.99. And you can buy it from me, the hardcover version, for only $20, which is available on the website. So the new book actually appears as just a paragraph in Empower Your Inner Millionaire. And I'm expanding on that paragraph and explaining it in this new book called The Ten-Year Plan. Because when I say it to people, I, like, I feel like this is the most awesome way to create wealth. And when I explain it to people, at first they don't get it. And I think, wow. I, like When I heard it, like a light bulb went blaring off in my brain. But that's not happening to everybody. So I, I'm writing the book to explain it. And I've been getting up an hour earlier and spending that time writing. And it's really been great. Um, how about you? How about you? Have you set goals for yourself? How are they going? How are you tracking to those goals? Let me know. I want to know. You know, I also do like phone coaching. So if you think you'd find it helpful to do goals with somebody and and have some guidance and some accountability, just email me at speak at gmail. And, you know, we can set up a time to do that. And I'll actually, I'll also put a link to my Calendly. So if you want to get on my calendar. You can do that. I'll put that on the website. The website is getyourfillpodcast.com. All right. So if my voice is a little froggy this morning, I will tell you why. It's because I took the red eye yesterday from San Francisco. And so I cannot sleep on planes. And even if I could normally sleep on planes, I was like shoulder to shoulder with the two big guys on either side of me in my free JetBlue or my no extra frills JetBlue middle seat. So I hope you'll excuse that. Uh, I can hear the raspiness in my voice, but last night I stayed up late because that's the trick to getting rid of jet lag is to stay up till, you know, at least I, my deadline is 10 o'clock. Stay up till 10 o'clock, no matter what time zone you're in. And the next morning, you know, then go to sleep, sleep well, get up at your normal time that you would at home and you should be cured. And so last night I got about, you know, probably Six and a half or seven hours of sleep, but obviously my voice is not 100% rested. <laughs> okay, so thank you Thursday for this week's Thank You Thursday. I want, I actually need to express my gratitude for my coworkers and specifically for Martha Decker. I suspected that Remax Unlimited was the right place for me to work. After the broker, Elias Papadopoulos, took me to Legal Seafood to talk about the possibility of working with him. You know, if you know me, you know I love a great meal. (laughs) Other companies that had tried to woo me took me to places like Panera. I mean, just saying. (laughs) But Elias also invited me to a training class they were having. And when I walked into the office, Martha Dechter was behind the front desk. And she greeted me with this huge smile and just like I instantly enveloped me with her warmth and positive energy. And she's just, she's just like walking, you know, energy ball of love, you know. At the training, the other agents were so friendly and welcoming, and I immediately felt at home. And I'm very aware that not everyone is lucky enough to have that kind of a working environment. And I'm also very grateful to Elias for creating that kind of work family. And as Martha transitions to another job much closer to her home, I'm so grateful for all of her help and support and hugs over the past five years. I wish her the best. So how about you? What person or situation or event fills you with gratitude? If this isn't easy for you, can you be grateful that you were able to get out of bed this morning without help? Many people cannot do that. My dad can't do that. Were you able to see the clock this morning without your glasses? If so, you can be grateful for your excellent vision. Do you have enough to eat? Not everybody does. So feel grateful for that. And allow that feeling to fill your heart. That is a great way to start the day. So Foodie Friday. I am so excited for this episode of Foodie Friday because we have a guest chef with us today, Eric Keyes. Eric is going to have his whole own episode next week, but I'm giving you a sneak preview today. A connoisseur of life. Eric is like a master of all things that bring true joy to this world. He focuses all his efforts on music, cooking, and good times with friends. And he's going to break a few eggs with us today. (laughs) Eric is a Southern gentleman and somewhat of a Renaissance man. And I'll tell you more about him next week. But for now...
1: You know, I think the most basic thing that everyone who claims to be spending time in the kitchen must be able to do is take the time to go and buy local eggs that are from a farm. You got to do that because when you look at those yolks and you look at those other ones from the eggs that are in the store, I don't mind the eggs in the store, I use them too, but when you want to do what I'm talking about, so you get those local eggs and you get like three of them and you get a whisk and you scramble them, you know what that whisk? Yep. then what you do is you get real butter three you know you know how butter has the tablespoon marker I get three one tablespoon for each egg yep and scramble the eggs and if you have one of those uh cake those plastic things that you know you used to get all the cake icing with you yep. know it's, it's like a spatula okay but it's got that little rubber end where you can really scrape yep yeah and just make just make an omelet that way or scramble eggs eggs, scramble eggs that way and if you can do that that's that's 101 i think (laughs) and i'll put it up i'll 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 put my money where my mouth is you know i spend a lot of time in los angeles and anybody who goes to los angeles knows about roscoe's chicken and waffles They had that. They had these scrambled eggs. And you're like, how can scrambled eggs taste that good? (laughs) And one day the owner took me back in the kitchen and he showed me. The the trick was the butter.
0: So you put it right in with the egg?
1: Yeah, because people got into this thing, you know, when I was growing up, that butter was bad for you and eggs were bad for you. And it's just the biggest load of, of crap I've ever heard. You know, it's not true. I mean, all the people that you see that grew up on the farm that live to be able to eat bacon and eggs and butter. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm a basics guy. And so when you ask me, what's more simpler than an egg? Yep.
0: And
1: yeah, I guess some right. of the schools, some of the schools say, well, you need to boil an egg. I guess that's an art too. I just don't like boiled
0: eggs. Yeah. You know what I do? I like I, it is hard to do <laughs> a boiled egg right. Um, what I do is I put the, I don't know if this is right, I've never been to cooking school or anything, but I put the egg in the water and let them get warm together, and it seems like they come out much nicer that way. You know, rather than putting the egg in the boiling water, I let the, the egg and the water boil, you know, get warm at the same time, and then I boil them for like, I don't know, I don't know, eight minutes or something, I don't even know, five, five minutes, I have to look at my notes, wow, I haven't boiled an egg for a long time. But that way it doesn't, so and, and then you just
1: let it cool. It's a gradual, it's a gradual thing that way.
0: Yeah, because you know what happens. But you know the like, poor egg, and stuff. but the poor egg,
1: then it doesn't know what's happening to it. It's I like know. the old story about the frog.
0: frog yeah.
1: <laughs> you, if you throw a frog in boiling water, he'll jump out. But if you put him in, you know, what you're doing. That's right. So. I sneak up on the
0: eggs. That's well. the
1: secret.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Surprise me Saturday. Have you ever heard of earthing or grounding? not earthling like take me to your leader, but earthing, it's the practice of putting your hands and or feet on the bare ground and allowing your free radicals to find friends. So here is an excerpt from an article in the Journal of Environmental and Public Health. The influx of free electrons absorbed into the body through direct contact with the earth likely neutralize reactive oxygen species, ROS, or in popular terms, free radicals, and thereby reduce acute and chronic inflammation. So I'll put a link to that whole article on the website, getyourfillpodcast.com, along with a link to a film trailer that has some more info. But in plain English, the Earth's surface has a supply of electrons that is constantly being replenished by the electrical energy in the global atmosphere. So those electrons match up with the free radicals in your body, and you know that free radicals cause bad stuff to happen. So this grounds your body, like literally and figuratively. And studies have shown that it reduces inflammation, it makes people calmer, they sleep better, and it can reduce the discomfort of multiple diseases. So now you might be saying, Chris, if earthing is so great, why am I just hearing about it now? Well, you know, I'm not a cynical person, but just economics? Who is going to make money by your going into the the backyard barefoot? Seriously, in whose interest is it to pay money, to buy ads, to tell you to go to the beach and walk around barefoot? I mean, there are some companies that make products with shoes with like copper that allow you to get the benefits of grounding without taking off your shoes. But until Nike comes out with an earthing shoe, I just don't think it's going to be get more than a flash of attention. Now, on the other hand, it turns out that you can pay to get into the Journal of Environmental and Public Health. And this could be all snake oil, but really, what is the harm in giving it a try? So that's it for today. That's worked our way for the week, because if you don't watch the Sunrise series on Facebook, Sunday is Silent Sunday, and I don't think it makes sense in a podcast for me to sit here and not speak, since there's no accompanying sunrise. So thank you so much for joining me today. If you can, please leave a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Because we, and when I say we, I mean me, <laughs> want to know what you like and what you don't like so much, what you would like to hear more of and what you hope I never say again. <laughs> so help me make this the best podcast for you. Thanks. Now go out and have a fantastic week. Next week, you will, like I said, hear from Eric Keys, who I think you're going to really adore. Alrighty. Thanks.